welcome to the Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice podcast with Charlotte Foster. Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice is a podcast all about podcasting. My name is Charlotte and I've been podcasting since 2017. Before that, I was in radio. In fact, first time I went live behind a microphone was in 1998. Yes, that was last century. I love listening to podcasts, making podcasts and helping others make podcasts too. All through my business, Charlotte Foster Podcasts. I promise you I am far more creative when it comes to podcasting than I am when it comes to making up names for businesses. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice. I hope you are well. It's the middle of January, so we're still at the beginning of the year, beginning of the quarter, not quite the beginning of the month or the week, But I don't know about you, the beginning of anything is usually a great time to start something new, including that diet, which let's be honest, always starts next Monday, even if today is indeed a Monday. And right now at the beginning of a year, the beginning of 2021, there is a lot going on. And I'm not just talking about coaches selling courses all those free five-day challenges. I think I've seen enough of them. I can't even shake a stick at them anymore. And if you're listening to this close to when it comes out, you're more than likely in some form of lockdown. And maybe just maybe you're dealing with childcare at home and homeschooling. I mean, a pandemic on its own is a lot to deal with especially when it's been going on for quite some time and the blinking rules keep changing so we don't know where we are. So with all this in mind, I want you to have a good listen to this episode if you are thinking of starting a podcast. Now, obviously, I want you to be podcasting, right? I am passionate about podcasting. I believe it to be a brilliant medium to get your message across, build your audience, make sales but I only want you to be podcasting or starting your podcast if it's the right thing for you and at the right time for you. It is so easy to get caught up in the latest distraction, the latest shiny thing that must have for 2021. And I tell you what, right now, there are some great FOMO tactics going on to get you to spend money. So yeah, Last week, I told you how to podcast for free. This week, I'm going to be telling some of you not to start your podcast. I'll forgive you if you're thinking right now that, Charlotte, you're still on that Christmas sherry because my whole business is based on podcast services, right? And um, it probably feels a little bit counterintuitive to be telling you not to do your podcast. Except I want you to be successful at podcasting. I don't want you to just be podcasting. I want you to be successful at podcasting and loving podcasting. There is no point doing this half-heartedly. There's no point doing anything half-heartedly. You're not going to see the results. You'll give up. You'll get frustrated and potentially lose money. I've seen too many podcasts start up only to suddenly stop three or four episodes in. You don't get any explanation. You don't get anything because the person doing it has just stopped. And I don't want that to happen to you. I really, really don't. So how do we make sure that doesn't happen? Well, we do that by making sure a podcast is the right thing for you to do. And there are five questions that I ask every single person who wants to work with me. And from this, we decide if 
podcast is the right answer. So you are getting my pre-working with me chat today in this episode. So the only thing I'd say is you have to be 100% honest with your answers. Not just say what you think you should say, not just say what you think I want to hear, because I can hear, I can't hear you, but you know what I mean. You don't, you've got to be honest because otherwise it simply doesn't work. So these are the five questions. The first question, why am I starting a podcast? This is the always the first thing I ask everybody who wants to work with me. Why are you starting this podcast? It might sound strange that actually the first thing I want to know isn't what's your podcast going to be about because the content isn't important until you understand what the content is for. So the content is important, but it isn't important until I know the why. There are lots of reasons why you might want to start a podcast. Uh, there's a few that I could think of off the top of my head. The ones that I get told the most when I ask that question. Now, this is not an exhaustive list. Please don't think if your reason isn't on this list, it's not a valid reason. In fact, I would say most reasons for starting a podcast are valid. As long as your reason is the true reason you are starting the podcast. I'm going to be banging on about honesty quite a lot. Um, to what I'm thinking is there's a few reasons that I would say aren't valid reasons. Number one, because everybody else is doing a podcast, so I thought I should too. No, that's not a great reason for starting a podcast. It's not a valid reason. Nor is, oh, you know, my mate, my boss, my partner, my business coach, the podcast coach told me I should start a podcast. No, that is not your why. Not unless you can go a bit further dig a little bit deeper as to why you agree with them that you should start a podcast and you can come up with a real reason of your own for why you want to start a podcast. The most popular reason I get told for starting a podcast is probably for people saying that they want to connect with potential clients, followed by build up their audience and then probably show off their expertise. I would say those are the top three that people come to me and say that's why they want a podcast. I've also heard people say they want a podcast to build their network by inviting people on to be guests. So people that they wouldn't normally be able to get in touch with and they want to get an in with them. They, are, they get they try and get that in via um, uh, in inviting them on to the podcast. Others tell me they want a podcast so that they can hold themselves accountable to being producing consistent content, which then they can use across all their other platforms. And I think that's a cracking idea. And increasingly, there are people producing podcasts exclusively for their clients or their membership, whatever you want to sort of think about it as. And they use these sort of private podcasts as that premium that people get for being part of that membership or client. And they can use them as replaying events that they put on, replaying masterclasses they put on, and just having that as a perk, like an extra, you get an extra episode, you get an extra edition of the podcast, you get that extra access, which is really good. Of course, their podcasts are a great way for you to spread a message as well. So you might be raising awareness of an issue. You might be campaigning for something. Or of course, you might simply want to raise awareness of you, who you are and what you do. All I ask of you is that you understand why you are starting your podcast, because understanding your why 
will lead to a different approach in how you do your podcast. So each of those is going to have a different way of doing it. Of course, you can have more than one reason for starting your podcast, right? It doesn't have to be one thing and one thing only. My reason for doing this podcast is to show off my knowledge. Yeah, I am a show off and I'm showing off to you what I know. But I also do it to grow my audience and connect with potential clients in a way that they want to work with me. And equally, strangely, puts people off who won't be a good fit. Because let's be honest, you get all of my personality in this podcast, right? And what you get on the podcast is very much what you get in real life. And if you don't like me here, you're probably not going to like me in real life. That is fine. Because the good news is, I can recommend other podcast people who will be a much better fit for you. You'll not waste your time and money. I won't waste my time and it'll all be okay. But if you could just keep listening to the podcast, that would be great so I can get my my listens up for each episode. Yeah, deal, deal, cool. <laughs> back, to the, back to the issue. Knowing that my goal is to show off my knowledge and my hilarious personality, yeah, So knowing that my goal is to show off my knowledge means that every week I plan episodes that are going to be full of content that is valuable to the person I want to be listening to the podcast, i.e. people who want to start a podcast for their business. Now, if my primary goal was to build my audience through my podcast, I'd be using the podcast to drive you to my lead magnets and my email list. Now, absolutely, I should be doing more of that anyway as a side effect, side effect, as a side note, as an extra thing but I'm still faffing around with my lead magnet. Maybe next week. Maybe. Maybe. If my goal was to increase my network and get in touch with people who I want to be part of my network, then I'd be having more guests on the show so I could make those connections with those expert guests who want to be part of my network and I'd then work to keep them in my network. And so it goes on. So the very first thing you have to do, the very, very first question you have to answer is why. Why am I starting a podcast? And once you can answer that, we can crack on with the next question. Who is the podcast for? This is natural follow-on question, yeah? Once you know why you're doing the podcast, you need to know who you're doing the podcast for. They are connected. There is a bit between them, you know, there is overlap, but I think they are separate questions to be answered separately. In the past, I have always said you do your podcast purely for your listener. And that is true in the content sense. So the content of your podcast is for your listener. You've got to give them value. You've got to reward them for their time. You've got to make it worth their while to listen to you. But I also accept that when it comes to business podcasting, there is an expectation of a return on investment or at least a benefit for you and your business. So we'll look at this in a bit more detail in the next question that you need to ask yourself. This question, the who is the podcast for question, is focused on the audience and the content. So identifying who your podcast is for means you can target the content precisely to them. Is your podcast going to be exclusively for your clients? Is it going to be for the wider public? Is it for people in the UK? Is it for people in England? Is it for people in America? Are you targeting foodies who want to know more about their local food scene? Is it for academics in your field? A podcast exclusively for clients 
is going to sound different to a podcast for the wider public because it's clearly a different audience. Your clients have already bought into, and indeed from you, compared to an audience who may have found you by accident, may have been recommended by somebody they know. They've got very little idea of who you are potentially, let alone buying into you. So you've got to talk to them differently. Same as a podcast that's aimed at academics in your field. If you want to know why I've chosen this random subject, it's because I edit a podcast about data science. That's why it's in my mind. That one is going to sound very different and indeed have probably even a different language because of all the technical terms or all the little shorthand terms that different fields of study, different industries use, right? So it's going to sound very different to a podcast about the food scene in Shropshire, let's say. Yes, another podcast I uh, edit and uh, I'm part of. So you understand what I'm saying. You're going to talk to people differently depending who they are. And yes, these are extremes I've given you. And yes, I'm using them to prove a point. But I can't stress enough how important it is to understand who you are talking to and why you are talking to them so that you can talk to them in their language. That is what is important. Talking to the person you want to be listening in a language that they understand, a language that they use, and a language that gets gets you in there. So you need to understand what success looks like for you as well. So this is the kind of the the you part of the of the podcasting part. So after going through those first two questions, you really should be able to answer what success looks like for you quite easily. Now, lots of people fall into the trap of thinking success can only be measured in huge listener numbers, huge downloads, number one in all the charts, that type of thing. And yes, that is a measure of success. And I won't lie, when I see this little podcast of mine in the top 20 UK marketing podcast charts on Apple Podcasts, ka-ching, I do do a little dance. And do you know what? It gets there quite a lot. But that is not the marker of success for me for this podcast. So remember, my why, why I'm doing this podcast is to show off my knowledge to an audience of people who want to start a podcast for their business. The secondary why is to connect with potential clients who will then work with me. Therefore, placing in the charts is a nice thing to have and it shows that my audience is growing and people are connecting with the podcast, but it's not my big marker of success. Instead, my marker for success It's actually through feedback from listeners who are finding it useful. People who email me to say, I listened to the episode, Charlotte, and I am doing this now. Or I've listened to that episode, Charlotte, and here is the podcast that I'm going to start and I'm going to start it on this date. That is success for me. And yes, you can always email me your thoughts. I love hearing from you because then that means I've been successful. You want to email me? It's charlotte at charlotte-foster.co.uk. And of course, when I get clients signing up and they tell me they found me through the podcast, they listen to the podcast and buy into what I'm doing on the podcast, that is my other measure of success. So those are my goals that I'm aiming for and how I measure my podcast success each quarter when I do my quarterly review. 
Yes, a quarterly review is very important. We'll talk about that another episode. Your definition of success and what your goals are, are all related to your why. So that is why the why is the first question I always ask. You really need to know what it is that you want to have achieved by having a podcast. So it could be more clients, could be an increased email list, a bigger following on whichever social media platform you're on. It can also be a number one podcast. There's nothing wrong with hoping to get a number one charting podcast, a speaking gig maybe, or a connection with someone you admire and want in your network. Only you can decide what success looks like for you. But knowing what success will look like for you will help steer your podcast towards that success. And it means that it won't drift off. You won't lose focus and you won't lose interest in your podcast because you're not getting anything from it. You can't see the point of why you're doing it. And it's not doing what you want it to do because you don't even really know what you want it to do. So those three questions are the questions I go through first and foremost. Because once we've understood those questions, we then look at what the next two questions are. And these are challenging questions for different reasons. So the first or the fourth really, but the first of the next set of questions is how much time do I want to commit to podcasting? Now, I hate to break it to you, but science dictates apparently that there are only 24 hours in a day, seven days in a week and 360 odd days in a year. We've not quite managed to take over any other planets in our solar system or beyond, which have longer days or longer years. So I'm afraid for the foreseeable future, this is what we're dealing with. 24 hours in a day, seven days in a week. And yes, I have been watching Professor Brian Cox talking about planets on BBC Two this week. No, I don't understand an awful lot of it. And yes, those programmes have been put on for school pupils. Makes me feel really clever. Anyway. Moving on. So with that in mind, that there are only 24 hours in a day, seven days in a week, etc. I want you to be brutally honest with yourself about how much time you can realistically commit to podcasting. Now, this could be a morning or an afternoon each week that you've got to, to put towards it. Maybe a day each week, a day every fortnight that you can block out. Or maybe you've got one week every six weeks that you can spend working purely on your podcast. What I want you to keep in mind though is this question is not about me telling you how long you should spend on your podcast or how much of your podcast you should do yourself. I want you to just block out or figure out how much time you can block out realistically for your podcast. That's all I want you to do for this question. How much time do you have? And be honest. I'm going to do an episode in the future about how long it takes me to write, record and edit a podcast. So we'll come back to that side of things. This is just a time commitment question. And as part of this time commitment question, I want you to consider a few other variables. Are you planning on doing a series or season if you must? Or are you going to be publishing continuously? I don't mean like 24 hours a day, you know, the rest of the time. I mean, how are you going to be doing a weekly podcast that's ongoing, a fortnightly ongoing, a monthly ongoing, whatever? Are you going to be having guests? Because believe me, it's always trickier managing guests when you haven't got much time. You've got to coordinate diaries. Lots of people will say no. Others will drop out at the last minute. Have you got the time to deal with all of that and the faffing around of that? 
how much of the podcasting process are you planning to do? If you don't have a lot of spare time for your podcasts right now, let's say homeschooling is taking up a large chunk of your day and all you parents homeschooling right now, I am so proud of you. You are doing amazingly well. I don't know how you do it. Just putting that out there. Or maybe if you're not homeschooling, you've got everything else going on. You're supporting somebody else in your household. You may be looking after a relative or you're getting ready for your launch or something. You've got a new service coming or maybe just maybe you're trying to move house in a pandemic. Or is that just me? Hmm. But if you haven't got a lot of spare time, you have got options. First option, quite obvious, don't do it. certainly don't do it just yet. Set a date though to review these questions in the next quarter. Just see how it goes. Get this quarter over and done with and see how it goes. There's no law that says you have to start a podcast at the beginning of the year. There's no law about anything really in podcasting when this comes on. If now isn't the right time, don't do it. Easy as that. Or you can outsource some of the processes to free up your time. And of course, that costs money, which leads me on to the next question in this list. How much money do I want to commit to this? Now, you can podcast for free. Showed you how you could do that in last week's episode. So if your budget is zero, you've not had a listen to last week's episode, go, go, go and have a listen to it now. But you can also spend a lot of money when it comes to podcasting. Oh, yes, you can. You've got microphones, sound treating your recording space, a recording kit, editing software, hosting platforms. And that's before you've done any of the marketing side towards your uh, podcast. And that's before as well, you look at outsourcing. So what can you outsource when it comes to podcasting? Pretty much everything. Personally, I offer planning services. So planning your podcast, remote recording services. Yes, this used to be in person. One day it will be again soon fingers crossed. I offer editing, audiogram production, transcription, and I suppose you could call it podcast management. So I can do all the faffy bits that the editing, not the editing, I've already said that, the uploading of the podcast to a hosting platform, writing a short description and just keeping an eye on things that way. I also do podcast mentoring or coaching, whatever you want to call it, for clients who I do editing packages or the recording packages for. I am thinking about increasing my mentoring services to extra clients in the rest of the year, but that's later this year. It is certainly not going on at the moment while I'm trying to move house in a pandemic. So stay tuned for that. The only thing I would say not to outsource if you wanted a podcast to boost your personal brand is the actual podcast presenter role. And yes, I do present a podcast for one of my clients, but it's not a personal brand podcast. So I think we get away with it. I can also, if you need it, put you in touch with copywriters who can use your podcast as the basis of a blog to put on your website. Now, there are other podcast uh, service people who will do podcast launch services to boost your podcast visibility and potentially getting it in the charts if that's your goal. And realistically, if you've got the money, I reckon you can 100% just show up, say something into a microphone, go off and never worry about your podcast again. So this is why I say you need to know how much time you've got and how much money you've got for podcasting. If you've got a lot of one, 
but not very much of the other, you can get away with it. If you've got a lot of time and not much money, then yeah, you can do it all yourself. If you've got a fair whack of money, but not very much time, you can outsource an awful lot of it and you'll be able to do a podcast. However, if you are strapped for both time and money, you might want to put podcasting on the back burner and revisit these questions again later. So again, put that data in your diary for the next quarter and see if it's the right time or a better time. If you've got some budget, it is always well worth investing in a good microphone and potentially speaking to a podcast coach about your next steps, maybe finding a podcast editor to do your editing if you haven't got much time. That is, of course, assuming you want your podcast edited. Editing is one of those things that takes a lot longer than you expect it to. And um, sometimes it takes me a lot longer than I expect it to (laughs) as well, which is always fun. When it comes to finding a podcast coach or podcast editor, have a look around. Don't go on price alone, though. Look at the value this person's going to bring to your podcast. I am not the cheapest editor out there by a long shot, but I don't just edit. I listen to your content and I give feedback as well. It's not just a simple cut here and there where the mistakes are and all the errors and all of that. Any decent podcast coach, podcast editor will answer your questions, have a discovery call, discovery chat with you so you can both decide if you're a good fit for each other. Do not be afraid to ask questions, okay? It's all about questions this this episode. So I always say these are the five questions I go through when I talk to people on that discovery call or whatever, because I need to understand everything that I've asked. I need to understand why people are starting a podcast. I need to understand who the podcast is meant to be for, how much time people want to commit, how much money people want to commit and what success looks like. Once you've answered those questions, you will know You'll understand and you will know if now is the time to start your podcast. And if it is, brilliant. Email me. Tell me you're going to start your podcast, when you're going to start it and everything else that I need to know about your podcast because I will check up on you. Believe you me, I will check up on you. I'll be your little accountability buddy. If, on the other hand, you've gone, actually, Charlotte, I know why I want to start a podcast. I know who my podcast is for. I know what success looks like, but I don't have the time the headspace, the mental headspace, the mental time as well right now. I get it. It's difficult. And maybe I want to do some outsourcing. Where do I start? That kind of thing. Just understand yourself if now is the right time for you. And be honest with yourself because the what I want what I don't want to see is everybody who's starting a podcast now, starting it, doing those one, two, three, four episodes, and then falling out of love with podcasting because that breaks my heart because I want everyone to love podcasting as much as I love podcasting. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm still on Clubhouse. I haven't fallen out of love with Clubhouse. Clubhouse, one of those new apps, it's audio only. If you're hanging out on Clubhouse, I would love to see you. I'm going to be hosting another room on Clubhouse again on Wednesday. I've decided Wednesday is the day to do it. We're going to be talking about this episode. So if you have any questions about these questions or or my thoughts, hop on Clubhouse and chat with me. I am at Charlotte Foster. So give me a follow. Come to the room on Wednesday and we'll talk about 
what I've talked about in this episode. If you're not on Clubhouse, don't worry. It's still quite noisy. Everyone's just trying it out for now. You're not missing out, I promise. Because I'll be around on LinkedIn and I'm around on Instagram a lot too. Instagram, I am Charlotte Foster Podcast. LinkedIn, just look for Charlotte Foster. I'm talking into a microphone on my profile picture. And you know what? I might even do a reel on Instagram if you're not careful. I'm going to get down with the kids and start doing reels. I'm not going to go on TikTok. Um, I might dance. I might dance on reels. Any questions you've got about this, give me a shout. Connect me on LinkedIn, Instagram, message me. Just shout me loudly if you need to. Email me, whatever. I love hearing from you. And I look forward to talking to you again next week. Mm-hmm.